Google Pest Control Marketer Grow your business like never before Call 770-993-0004 Well, hello folks, this is Hal Coleman along with Mike Stewart welcoming you to yet another episode of Pest Control Marketing.Live and the Pest Control Marketing Podcast. Uh, where we do everything we can to help you, the PCOs and WCOs and other small home service businesses, uh, get more sales, more new customers, grow your business and make more trips with more bank deposits down the road. Okay. So, uh, Mike, are you here with me? I know. Well, yes, I can. <laughs> yeah, and, and in fact, one of the things I want to remind everybody here, uh, if you're listening uh, on the podcast, that means you can't see us. But if you ever want to see what we show or see some of the things that maybe didn't make sense because you're listening, always go to Pest Control Marketing. That's what we're all about, pestcontrolmarketing.live. That's where these shows first show up live uh, in YouTube, and then we, they're archived at both sites. So in other words, there's a multitude of ways that you can consume this concept, content on your phone or on your computer or on your tablet, and we do it as a public service to make more successful PCO uh, case studies out there. And then, of course, obviously, we tell you how you can get in touch with us if you want to do more. But uh, here we are today with another episode of the Pest Control Marketing Live live stream and the Pest Control Marketing Podcast uh, show. So you've got a subject. You know, one of the things that uh, some of my podcast friends say, what kind of show prep do you guys do? And we said, well, uh, I tell them, I said, we do it from the heart. We do it from our knowledge. We do it from experience. You come up with a subject and that just triggers a whole backlog of things that I've heard over the years. And I know it does with you. And we're just sharing what we live, eat and breathe, because if you want to be successful, you've got to live, eat and breathe marketing. Because well, uh, Yeah, but I do. I do brush my teeth also to get ready for this show. Well, uh, that's, I, that's, just, I just feel like I talk better when, you know, when I have uh, when I don't have morning mouth so uh, <laughs> well the good thing they don't have smell of vision or and i've or, got on my i've got on my fishing shirt here you see because i'm going to be ready to go fishing here uh after this but i got a big question for today mike that, that big question all right help, what me is that with, question? help me with too all right uh, and that is why do my glasses have a glare on them and yours don't that's that's been that's a burning issue with me, and I would like to have finally some kind of answer to it. Well, see, if I raise my head back up to my lights, I get a glare. See that? But I keep my I keep my camera and my lights and everything at an angle see, uh, to where my monitor. See, yeah, I can see your monitor. In yeah, your that's glasses. my monitor and my glasses. You see, so. Uh, if I get up closer, does that make it bigger? Maybe if you, if you, if you angle here, if you're able to angle your monitor at a different angle, you might be able to get the glare. See, now when you put your eyes down like that, you don't see it. See? I know it. It's it's and all I, the angle. Now when I got my eyes down like that, and I'm looking over it, I feel like my ninth grade math teacher. Well, that's basically what you are. You're just a grouchy old teacher. You're okay. a grouchy old man. Nah, get out of my yard. All right. Well, listen, enough of that. Let's get to the meat of the problem. I've been thinking about what I wanted to talk about. And, and you know, you said your guy, that's what kind of prep we do. You don't ever know what we're going to talk about until the cameras are rolling and we're live. And you say, what are we going to talk about today, Hal? Right, right. They, in fact, that, when they teach podcasting, we do everything 
what they don't teach. You know, you know it's, it's and a you lot know of why? Stuff. Because sometimes when you do what others don't, it's better. Well, I know I heard Dan Kennedy say, uh, uh, you need to look around and see what all your competition is doing and don't do any of it that way. <laughs> well, and, boy, and, we're uh, students of that, aren't we? And, 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 well, you know, when I was learning how to write sales letters back, gee, I started to learn how to really write sales letters about 15 years ago from Larry Latimer. And then he recommended me all of these other people. And I took courses and I subscribed and I went to webinars and I read books learning how to write good sales copy that that gets into people's heads and helps them uh, with their decision making. And I remember, uh, I don't know if it was Dan Kennedy or if it was Craig Garber or somebody who said, a really, really good sales, a well-written sales letter that just hits a home run and gets you tons of responses uh, would make your ninth grade English teacher roll over in her grave if she read it. Because it uses contractions and incomplete sentences and and wrong kind of punctuations. But that's the way people talk. Yeah. That's the way people talk. Uh, conversational language is not good textbook uh, type language. You don't read that in books, but you read it in good sales letters. So, and a, Dan Kennedy also said, I teach the kind of stuff that they teach you uh, when you go to college and, and, and take marketing. Uh, they teach you that all the stuff that we make millions of dollars worth with won't work. <laughs> so that's kind of the same thing. Which kind of is a segue into what I want to talk about today is, is uh, and so we don't do show prep. Like everybody says, you need to do show prep. We don't do it because it wouldn't be spontaneous. And we're both so ADD, we'd get off of it anyway. It wouldn't, it'd be wasted effort. Uh, I, I don't know about you, but I think if I, if somebody had, it was going into business today and they they wanted to know a good piece of advice from me or i was mentoring a young person maybe a teenager or even younger and i thought what's the number one thing that i could teach them that would ensure their success in life that they never had to struggle as hard as other people that would be teaching them how to sell. I don't think there's anything more important that anybody can learn about business and about life is, is than learning how to sell. And learning how to sell doesn't just mean learning how to sell pest control or learning how to sell cars. It means learning how to, if, if you're a guy who likes to watch football on Sundays and the lawn needs mowing, it's learning how to sell the idea that it's more important for you to watch the football game than it is to mow the lawn. Uh, first time you, when you were born, first time you cried because you were hungry before you learned how to talk, you were selling. You were trying to get somebody to comply with your wishes, which was to feed you. And you've been selling all of your life. Uh, we all have. It's, it's not just selling products and services, but it's selling other people on ideas, trying to 
trying to sell your spouse any idea that this restaurant is better than that restaurant and and uh, uh, or this uh this house project is not necessary what you know selling and so uh most people especially in home services industries we're we're blue collar folks and we we we're not sophisticated in a lot of the science and neuroscience behind selling uh and and uh it's 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 uh most people in termite sale pest control sales when they go and sell it's based on tribal knowledge more than anything else it's well how'd you learn how to sell well old fred taught me how to sell while we were out there uh treating house for termites or while we were out there doing a beaver job together uh and so it's just winging it for the most part. Uh, I had a friend uh, who was a professional speaker a, f- a few years back. I, I say I had a friend who's still my friend. I just haven't talked to him in about 10 years. But back about 10 years ago, he and I spent a good bit of time together there for a short period of time. And, and uh, he's one of these guys who teaches people how to sell. And he, you know, gets... $10,000 back then he was getting $10,000 for, for a 45 minute keynote speech and probably $25,000 to come into a business. And, uh, he called me one day and, and he had bought a house down in Atlanta in Midtown, one of these old, old houses. Uh, and he bought it and he was gutting it and remodeling it, just remodeling the whole thing from top to bottom. And he said, I think I have termites. And uh, can you help me out? I said, yeah, look, I said, uh, what you need to do is you need to call at least three companies and get uh, estimates. You need to call a really, really small company and a medium-sized company and a really, really large company to experience the difference. And you go with the one that you feel uh, comfortable with. I said, now I'm going to give you the name of three companies, a small one, a medium sized one, large one. And I know them all. I'm past president of the Georgia Pest Control Association. So I was highly familiar with lots and lots and lots of pest control companies in the state of Georgia, good ones and bad ones. And I said, call the, these are all good, reputable companies and they will take care of you. Any one of these companies will take care of you. So you just talk to them uh, check their prices, compare them and, and go with the one you feel comfortable with. Uh, I said, he said, well, I'm going to call them up and I'm going to tell them, uh, that I've got this problem. And, and he said, I'm going to tell them to send the absolute best of the best that they have out here to sell to me. I said, that's a great idea. Kind of figured you were probably going to do that because he likes to mess with people too. So he called, he called him up and he told him, I want your best salesperson that you have in your organization. Don't send me any, any cheap shots out here. He said, I want to deal with the best that you have. And he said, they all did. So he called me back after he had had his three estimates. He said, Hal, I told him I want the best. And he said, if these guys were representative of your industry when it comes to selling. Your your industry is in pitiful shape. 
he said, these guys were the most pathetic salespeople I've ever run up on. And now he's coming from a whole nother world of selling, see? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, David, I said, you, you were probably dealing with the average typical good salesman in our industry because we're not sophisticated. We're not trained. We're not uh, emotional direct response salespeople. We don't understand neuroscience and neuromarketing and buyer behavior and hypnotic writing and hypnotic language. I said, we just, we just sell from the hip, you know, and whatever comes to mind and we don't use sophisticated sales scripts and, 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 and psychological sequencing and all. And that was one thing back now that's been, I'm thinking back to when that conversation was Mike and it, you know, to be, it was close to 15 years ago when I had this conversation with that guy. But that's really that conversation with David about the status of the salespeople in in my industry is what really awakened something in me to say, you know, if people knew what David knows about selling, and if they knew what Larry Latimer knows about selling, and if they knew what Dan Kennedy knows about selling, uh, and some of these other you know, the, the Zig Ziglar's of the world. So I said, if, 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 if our, if our guys knew all of that stuff, there would be no competition when it comes to selling. They could close everything. They, everything they come in contact with to try to sell. Uh, somebody asked me about Larry one time. What was it? Why, why was Larry so special? I said, Larry Latimer can sell anybody, anything in any time and any quantity he so chooses. I said, but there's only one prerequisite. They have to need it. I said, he's an honest guy. And I said, he doesn't sell people stuff they don't need. I said, he's an ethical guy. He's an ethical salesman, but he's the best. He can sell you, uh, you know, anything, anytime, anywhere. And uh, I said, if pest control people understood that, and they understood that, if you got somebody on the phone who's called you or they've reached out to you through your website and, and it has to do with buying termite or pest control and they're shopping, they're going to spend money with somebody. So wouldn't you rather it be you that they spend their money with than your competitor down the street? So in order to swing the odds your way, you have to learn how to sell. You have to learn how to close. You have to learn how to market and, and, and attract people to you. And if you, if you get there, I mean, and that doesn't come from old Bob who, who's worked here for 40 years, who sells from the hip that comes from learning about the subconscious, learning about the brain and how it works and why people buy and, studying it, reading books on selling and hypnotic writing, learning how to close and, and getting serious about it. Uh, and, and there's nothing more important than, than a person can do to ensure their success in business, no matter what business you're in, than learning how to sell. Because once you really get into that next world of selling, uh, you begin to think, oh my gosh, I could go open up a, 
dog grooming salon and I could grow that thing like wildfire because I could sell that too. I can sell anything. Uh, it's an amazing, empowering feeling. And, but, and a lot of people are like, you know, golfers who, who set out, they're going to play golf and they think they're, they're going to end up being like Tiger Woods or like Phil Mickelson or something. No, you're not. Uh, unless you do the things that they did and understand, see, professionals at that level see the world through a different lens. They see the game of golf through a different lens than weekend golfers do. Uh, professional sports people do. And and selling is the same way. You you There's a world out there of selling uh, that most people are totally just unfamiliar with. It's it's like Einstein said, they're, they're just unfamiliar with it until they get brought into that world. And they're like, oh my gosh, really? This is so, uh, I've, I've done this before with you, Mike. So you give me the answer here. I'm going to give you a math problem. What's 600 plus 12? 612. What's 17 times 36? 612. Yes, you knew that. You knew that. But when I ask people that, I say, well, what's 17 times 36? They're like, oh, I don't know. I have to get my calculator for that one. Well, it's the same answer. But most people sell like, what's 17 times 36? And now the the prospects got to have a calculator and a weekend to think about it. But if you learn how to sell like 600 plus 12, the decisions come like that. So I, I Learning how to sell, if, if you start out and you got a small business and you have somebody in there that knows how to sell, it'll be the most valuable part of your business. It'll, it'll take you places you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Well, you know, as you're speaking, I'm thinking of all kinds of things I've heard over the years from mentors, you know, <clears throat> and I back, these, are, these are quotes that I want people to get in their brains. If you expect money to be made, a sale has to happen. Okay. No one makes money unless something is sold. Yeah. Now, sometimes a product will sell itself. Sometimes a product needs uh, a message, marketing, advertising, lead generation, uh, unique selling propositions, things that advertising can do to help start the sales process. But ultimately, no money is made until something is sold. Uh, There's some things that there's markets for Um, groceries. We, we have to have groceries, food to live. But the thing is, is there's been foods that have failed because they, they didn't prove to the market that there was value in that particular product. And that product disappeared off the shelves because the marketing failed. It wasn't because it wasn't a good product. It wasn't because there wasn't people didn't like it. They just didn't get their numbers up. So learning to sell has been called the most valuable, most profitable skill in the world uh, by several of my mentors. And so in other words, another myth that we need to bust, selling and marketing is evil. Selling and marketing is smarmy. Selling and marketing is wrong. Oh, you're just trying to sell me something. No, I'm as my mentor, I used to work with Art Williams from AOM's insurance. And he used to say, there's a cancer in the sales world. There's a cancer that's eating and destroying the sales world. It's 
marketing <laughs> education that is wrong. In other words, he was actually attacking the universities, saying some of the professors that were teaching economics and marketing were not of his caliber. His caliber was direct response marketing. His caliber was was um, being persuasive. In fact, Larry told me two books to read when I was a kid, Think and Grow Rich, to get my mind right about you know doing what I need to do mm-hmm. to make my businesses successful and grow it, and uh, Dale Carnegie, How to Make Friends and Influence People. Influence mm-hmm. people. Selling is being persuasive and being an influencer. In fact, today in the internet, which we always tie things back to the internet, who are the most uh, the richest social media people? The influencers. They call it. They're looking for people who can influence others <coughs> to like <clears throat> and subscribe to what they recommend. That's selling. Mm-hmm. So, so it. So at the end of the day, uh, if you have a bad attitude to to sales and marketing. I actually met with a guy this week in the music business, Hal, very successful guy who said people in the music business hate marketing. They just want to create music. They just want to write and produce records. And they want somebody else to do that evil business of marketing and sales. And I said, that's like saying, I'm going to build a factory and all I care about doing is building products or doing services. And, and I don't, I don't care what it takes to make it profitable. I just want to, I just, you know, so are you the PCO that just says, I just want to, are you a salesman or are you an order taker? An order taker hopes the phone will ring and then takes the order. A salesman generates leads through every tool given to him known to man and his salesmanship is in his advertising, his headlines, his website, his business card, his truck, you know, the truck wrapping, all of that is salesmanship. You know, I, I heard somebody give me the, give us the objection. Well, I don't want to put bugs on my truck because I don't want people being parked in a neighborhood and people uh, thinking that, you know, the neighbors are getting a bug treatment. You know, that is insanity if you ask me. Yeah, it's, you know, you can, if you, it, here again, we're talking about, if you want to grow your business and build it into a retirement in the future, if you if you don't want to do that and you just want to stay a, a one-person operator, you can be an order taker and you can sit there and just answer the phone when it rings and wait for it to ring, but that's all you're ever going to have. You have reached the top yeah, if that's all you want. And, and if you can do that financially and it meets your needs and and that's okay because because growing a business and having employees and having a fleet of vehicles and and uh, paying a lot of taxes, uh, you know, is uh, is people look at those things as evil and don't want any part of them. And that's okay. But we're talking about for people with a dream of, and a vision who really want to go somewhere with their business and get it on the track. And and one day somebody comes in and offers them a six or seven uh eight figure number for that business and and uh, or they pass it along pass along a valuable business that supports everybody in the family and their kids and they can retire that's what you and i are all about is helping people uh achieve that and uh 
learning how to sell is the number one. <clears throat> well, when you know when somebody gets in my coaching program, guess what? Where do we start? We start teaching them how to sell, market too, but selling, uh, and uh, it's amazing. You know, my friend uh, Ken that I wrote songs with for years. Yeah, I remember Ken. He's a guy who would give up his last meal if he was going to the gallows. He would give up his last meal if he could do some humor because he's just a guy who has a great sense of humor. He loves to make people laugh. He has made me laugh a million times, and we still, when I need a laugh, I call him up, and uh, we we have a good time. But uh, he told me something one time that I never forgot. He years ago when he got out of college, he was looking for a job, and he went to. Uh, uh, he's almost eighty years old now, so it's a long time ago, sixty years ago. Got it. Applied for a job selling encyclopedias, and he said the Encyclopedia Britannica came to Ra- a little town outside of Raleigh where he lived, and. They were having uh, interviews at this local hotel. So he went there, found out about it, went there, filled out an application. He said he's sitting out in the lobby of the hotel with about 30 or 40 people waiting to be interviewed. So he said uh, they came, a lady came out in a minute and said, uh, called his name out. He said, that me? She said, follow me. So she went, uh, took him down to this room, this suite, and uh opened the door and there was a guy in there on the phone and uh she said uh this this is the guy you need to talk to he'll be he said go ahead have a seat he said i'll be with you in just a second come on in so he uh went in and the guy talked on the phone for a second hung up the phone and the guy said uh what's your name he told him his name he said all right he said uh sell me a set of encyclopedias he said, uh, you wouldn't by any chance want to buy some encyclopedias, would you? <laughs> and the guy said, thank you. We'll be in touch. <laughs> that was the end of the interview. But uh, but he just would go for the humor. But that's, unfortunately, that's typical of a lot of salespeople. Well, that's an order taker. That's just an order taker. Absolutely. And, and, you know, uh, I remember Larry told me the story about his son, Bart who was trying to sell the Sunday paper to people. And he said, well, what are you telling people when you knock on the door? I mean, the lead generation. Now he's a little kid at the time. He was like 10 or 12 years old, but he was walking around. He said, okay, to generate leads. He did one of the hardest things in the world to do, which is walk up down the street and go up to a stranger's house and ring the doorbell and the door opens and you're standing there and you got 15 seconds to say your piece. And of course, Bart would say, want to buy the Atlanta journal constitution Sunday paper. And what do you think was the majority of the answers? We already get the paper or no, or no, thank you. You're a cute kid, but no thanks. Now, you know what? Larry came up with a twist about how much something to the fact, would you, would you like it if I gave you a thousand dollars? And he said, what are you talking about? And then he got off. He had the opportunity to talk about that there was over $1,000 worth of coupons and stuff in the paper. So in other words, all he did was change his script. Yeah, change, give him a script. And, of course, he was one of the top newspaper salesmen uh, uh, in his age bracket because he knew 
how to sell. See, you know, you, you were talking about the PCOs that, you know, are one-man operators and they want to answer the phone. What are they doing to make the phone ring? You know, there comes a point, the phone, I mean, I've known service businesses, seriously, how that did nothing to market themselves. And because there was such a need for their services, the phone just rang because they were in the yellow pages or you could find them in Google and people would just call them. So the phone rang because there was so much business. Mm -hmm. But in 2008, there were plumbers, roofers, um, uh, carpenters, construction workers, builders, real estate agents, mortgage lenders, all these services that went had to go get jobs because the phone stopped ringing. You know who survived? The people. The salespeople. <laughs> the salespeople. In fact, they picked up the scraps because the lazy order takers gave those salespeople the best years of their life. And they just built a customer base that still grows. So learning to sell means that if you, you know, if some people say, well, I don't know what to do. Well, I can tell you what you do. You call Hal at 770-993-0004. If you struggle with what to do, call Hal. Hal yeah. loves working with people so much. You said you just got off the phone with the guy that I got to call here in a few minutes because he is wants to ask questions. So, you, you may be listening to this podcast. We You may be listening, and we don't know you're listening. We've had people listening anywhere they understand Southern. They hear this podcast. They watch this video. Well, get in touch with us. You know, call us on Skype. Email Hal at HalComan.com. If you don't want to talk to Hal just yet, it's still a thousand little things that make a difference. Then go get Hal's book, How to Grow a Pest Control Business.com. Hal, you know, you and I do a lot of things. And we don't expect everybody to, to take it on, but I can tell you this much. I can confidently say that I don't have to sell people because I know what I teach works. Yep. And I do that from a point of passion. You know, Al, um, Art Williams used to say, you got to have a passion. You got to have a crusade. You, We have a crusade. Our crusade is to make, you know what his was? Buy term and invest the difference. Ours is learn a thousand little things on how to market your PCO. We have a crusade and that's why it works. So more importantly, um, just do what it takes to learn to sell. Go get yeah. Hal's book. And uh, for me, look, you can download the book free or you can go to Amazon and buy it for $30. Now, I would rather you go to Amazon and buy it for $30, but I'm offering it to you absolutely free uh, to help you because, you know, Mike, I've had, I've had several people tell me they're just using that book to help them grow their business. Yeah. I said, he said, I've just been using your book for this whole year and, and it's, it's amazing. So download it free, free, no obligation. And, uh, Mike, we've covered just this subject, I believe, and uh, I could, you know, me, I could talk about sales for hours and hours, but uh, we got to get out of here. So anything well, you want to? Well, main thing it is, is call me, uh, Mike Stewart, 770-826-3622. Just go to, to pestcontrolmarketing.live. Our phone numbers are there. You know, call us, email us, uh, carrier pigeon, smoke signals. I don't care how you get in touch with us. We would love to help you. And then, of course, remember, this coming February, this is uh, October 2021 and 2022. 
we're going to be going having the next level PCO marketing.com uh, annual event. People love that event. We have, we've had so many success stories out of that. Go read our testimonials and just remember, and I'll say it probably every podcast from now on, it's not any one thing. It's a thousand little things. And you got Mr. Offline. How, why are we, you know, I had a guy this morning ask me, I did an interview this morning and he says, Mike, why did you get into pest control? I said, because it was a market and my best buddy, my friend of 40 years was a pest control owner. You know, I couldn't have done it without Hal because Hal has that real grounded experience of years building that business. Now, what did Hal not have? He didn't have the, the internet. Mr. Online. The Mr. Online stuff. And so I'm a lucky online marketer that I partnered with somebody in a hungry market, a hungry niche. There, You know, I'm just trying to find the businesses that want to make a difference. And that's what we're looking for. But you know what? Um, I was a member of BNI networking groups and they had a, they had a, a, a little slogan, givers get. I know that if we give enough great information, we're going to get what we want. That's, the, that's pure Zig Ziglar. And, and when you learn from mentors who learn from mentors who learn from mentors and you don't have a mentor, that's why you should give me and Hal a call because what we do for customers just plains work, complain works. And, you know, if you don't know what the thousand little things are, that's what we start. We start with the most important one and we just keep covering. We're never going to run out of things to talk about. No, it's never ending. Coaching, well, you know, coaching never ends. I mean, uh, Michael Jordan, Chipper Jones, Tiger, you know, actors, business people, athletes, they all have coaches. Uh, Muhammad Ali had a coach and coaching never ends. It never, it's a never ending thing. Uh, it's not like, it. and you know, the overwhelming majority of our clients after the year of coaching is up, what do they say? How do I sign up for another year? You're not going to drop me. Yeah. No, um, you want to sign up, you sign up for another year. So some, I, uh, they stay in it for, for years. So yeah. anyway, was- Mike, uh, this is this is it. It's yeah. been as usual, uh, and uh, I got to get out of here. The fish are waiting, and they'll only wait so long. So uh, somebody else will sneak into my fishing hole if I'm not careful. So, uh, folks, thank you. I hope this is helpful, Mike. Thank you as always, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pest Control Marketing Live and the Pest Control Marketing Podcast. Hal Coleman has been active in the pest control industry for over 40 years, including owning and operating his own successful pest control business for 18 years. He now devotes his time to helping other PCOs and other WCOs double, triple, and even quadruple their businesses faster than they ever imagined. Be sure to check out his website, pestcontrolmarketer.com. For more information about Hal's coaching program, you can reach him at 770 773-0004 or email him hal at halcoleman.com Mike Stewart is known as the internet audio and video guy since the birth of the internet Mike has been showing small business owners how to get more new customers, increase their sales and grow their businesses online using audio and video now with iPhones and Android phones 
For more information about Mike's coaching program and his online training courses, visit MikeStewartCoaching.com or email him, Mike, at InternetAudioGuide.com. Google Pest Control, marketer, grow your business like never before. Call 770-993-0004.